The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Ryan Hoppy and Fastit. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. The most listened to radio show on the planet Even the other stations are tuned in too Oh yes This is Hoppy Hour I am your host Ryan Hoppy Hanging out with you For the next hour Call the show Leave me a voicemail 856 49 Hoppy It's 856 856- 494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio and you can always email me Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. And with the iHeartRadio app, you can always leave me a message. And I will be sure to play it on future shows. I've had people ask, well, it's a podcast. You can always leave me a message. It's not live per se, but that doesn't mean that there's not ways to interact with me. We have so much to get into. Oh, we have so much to get into. Let's find out about the old show that I used to watch before preschool and kindergarten, known as Blue's Clues. Oh, happy hot topic! Blue's Clues star Steve Burns opens up about leaving the mega popular kids show. He tells. Yeah, he had weird vibes, man. Even when I was like in not even fifth and sixth grade, when I was five or six and I was on, I was like, yeah, this guy's weird. Blue's Clues star Steve Burns opens up about leaving the mega popular kids show. Yeah. He tells Variety he was going through some mental health issues at the time, saying. That's what it was. You can tell on the show. I mean. Some of the most creative people are the ones that are wacky. Tell me about it. I look myself in the mirror every day. I didn't know it yet, but I was the happiest depressed person in North America. I was struggling with severe clinical depression the whole time I was on that show. You can kind of tell, man, because he's so creative and outgoing that you know that was an outlet for him to not think about his mental health issues. It was my job to be utterly and completely full of joy and wonder at all times, and that became impossible. Yeah, that can't that can't be the best vibe ever. That can't be the like best uh, role to be in. That you always have to be happy, like always, because you're there to entertain kids. He adds, "My strategy had been, hey, you got a great thing going, so just fight it. Turns out you don't fight depression. You coll- wow, he got old, man. He got old. They're looking at a picture of him, or they're showing one, and uh, poor guy, man. He kind of looks like um." The old coach of the uh, Lions, Jim, forget his uh, last name. The funny part is I work in sports radio. Yeah, he looks like the old Lions coach. Collect it. After I left Blue's Clues, there was a long period of healing. In the Yeah, going to rehab. Past, Steve opened up about his departure from the show, saying the cause also had to do with his age. At the time, he was nearly 30 years old and starting to lose his hair. Viewers were. Yeah, that can't be the best vibe ever. Everyone's like, man, you're old. 
He was nearly 30 years old and starting to lose his hair. Mm -hmm. Viewers were told in 2002 that Steve was leaving to go to college. In September of 2021, Steve rebooted his character in a Twitter video for Nick Jr. and spoke to all the now grown-up kids he left behind. Yeah, it was weird. Like, he just ditched us, man. I know he didn't mean to, but as a kid, you're like, remember between 95 to 99 when he was by your side and he just, that sounds weird, and he just left? I did kind of feel that way, too. I was like, man, remember 1998? Like, you would talk about it with your friends. I mean, we started out with clues, and now it's what? Student loans and um, mm -hmm. jobs. And dealing with boomers. And families. And some of it yeah. has been kind of hard. You know? Um, I just kind of got up and went to college. And uh, that was really challenging, by the way. But great. Because I got to use my mind and take a step at a time. And now I literally am doing many of the things that I wanted to do. Let me see what this dude's net worth is. Because I think if he would have carried that into the 2000s, man, he would be worth $80 million. You know what I mean? Because he was so popular. Everybody watch Blue's Clues if you're a 90s baby. Yeah, $5 million. He's rich. But, like, he definitely chose mental health over being rich, if you know what I'm saying. Now he is stepping back into Blue's Clues for the movie Blue's Clues Big City Adventure. Out no oh, I'm seeing that. November 18th on Paramount Plus. <gasps> Today's November 18th. Friday, November 18th. I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> Actually, I'm going on a date to a hip hop concert. So uh, that'll be Saturday night. Actually, Saturday night, I'm going to Ian Beckles' dignitary headquarters for an EDM party. And Sunday's NFL. So, ah, just like everything I say, I'm going to watch. I'm not going to watch it. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy Hour will be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment was brought to you by the best MMA trainer in all of the Bay Area. When I tell you that Amir Academy of Martial Arts is the best around, I'm a man of my words. Women's self-defense classes, MMA classes, kid classes. He has a weight room. He's got TVs that are showing UFC fights at all times, so you're getting pumped up. He's got dumbbells. And Amir's there, man. I mean, you can go to any other boxing gym, but when Amir's there, it's a pretty big deal. For all the info, go to amiracademy.com. Tell him I sent you. Happy hour. Happy hour. Whoa, hey. Oh, hey, hey. It's, uh, I mean, it's like a koala bear crapped a rainbow in my brain. Listen to <laughs> Hoppy Hour at any time, anywhere. Search Hoppy Radio on all major streaming platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in, too. Oh, yeah. 856. 49 hobby day five six four nine four six seven seven three you tweeted me at ryan hobby radio you can always email me ryan hobby radio at gmail.com and if you're listening on the iheart radio app you can always leave me a message and i will be sure to get back to you now 
It's Friday. If you're listening today that the episode was released, you got some plans this weekend. You go on to the Millennium Tour show. If you're listening before the show, come say hi to me. I'll be there tonight. Also, you know what I'm saying or heard what I said when I say this? Smoke weed every day. Unless you are Brittany Griner in Russia, then you probably shouldn't do that. The latest on Brittany Griner, the WNBA star, is now in a penal colony in Russia. This morning, we're learning more on how she's doing as she faces harsh new conditions. And Stephanie Ramos is here with the details. Good morning, Stephanie. Juju, good morning. This is the first news we've had on Brittany Griner's whereabouts in nearly two weeks. Her legal team has confirmed they've seen her at female penal, female penal colony IK2 in the remote Mordovia region. Man. America really let her down, and America really letting her down is uh, Joe Biden. I mean, if Trump was in office, we got to be real here. If Trump was in office, she'd be back. He almost began a road war over ASAP Rocky. You know he would have got Britney back. Now, would he have gotten Britney back because he wants to get Britney back or because he is a politician and he would want to look good? Even if it's the latter... He would have got her back. I don't even think Joe Biden knows that women play basketball, number one. And number two, I never, ever want to hear anybody else go, I don't even know how to say her name. Is it Kamala, Kamala, dumb imbecile, whatever her name is. I never want to hear anybody go, oh, she's such a feminist. She's so, she's out there helping out women. I didn't see her on the front line trying to get Britney. This would have been a perfect opportunity to have a live press conference and just say, we're going to get Brittany. I didn't see her do anything. Nearly 300 miles outside of Moscow. Human rights activists say abuse and torture are common in Russia's vast prison system, with former prisoners of IK2 describing it as harsh, not hygienic, and with little access to medical care. Uh, that sounds good. Oh, um... I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be a shock jock. But uh, I wonder if she's regretting, like, hating on America a little bit. Inmates are typically expected to work 12 to 16-hour days doing tedious manual tasks, getting paid just a couple of dollars a month. In a statement, her legal team confirmed they visited Griner earlier this week, saying... And they visited, and they're like, yeah, we didn't really do anything. I mean, if you ever have seen a more worthless lawyer, let me know, 856 49 hoppy to day five six four nine four six seven seven three but i'm telling you that lawyer did not command the room at all they would have been better off with uh literally bringing a cardboard of lionel the uh, lawyer from the simpsons just have Brittany go i have a cardboard of a cartoon character from 30 years ago you would have had better results with that or bring in harvey birdman or anything a law and order character bring a little uh life-size little thing Anything would have been better than her lawyer. Her lawyer looked like he had no idea what he was doing. Legal team confirmed they visited Griner earlier this week, saying she is doing as well as could be expected. Yeah, she's not doing good then. And trying to stay strong as she adapts to this new environment. Griner it's got to be weird because, you know, she probably is on her phone all day. And like the last nine months, she's not been. And you're just sitting there in that moment going, why did I bring weed to Russia? I don't know why, man. Do I think it's BS? Yeah. She also shouldn't have done it. But also, as Americans, we should save our own. 
Wagner is facing nine years behind bars over a drug conviction. Now her only hope of getting home early is a prisoner swap. It's understood Russia and the U.S. have discussed swapping Griner and another American prisoner, Paul Whelan, for a Russian arms dealer jailed in the U.S., but no deal has been finalized. I mean, <laughs> how do I say this politely? You look at the job that Joe Biden's done for this country. You really think he's going to do something for somebody else? He can't even trust himself. Good morning. Twitter employees have been locked out of the company's office building in San Francisco at least until Monday. And right now, it's really just a guess on how many will still be there after this week. Oh, is uh, Musk having an autism outbreak or something? Is he having like one of his flare ups? And they're like, don't go near him. Good morning. Twitter employees have been locked out of the company's office building in San Francisco. It Don't go near Musk. He's running around naked. At least until Monday. And right now, it's really just a guess on how many will still be there after this week. I mean, I get you got to make money. And I get that it's in San Francisco where it's literally 5000 bucks for a small apartment per month. But and I get you got bills to pay in that. But my God, I cannot imagine working for him. I didn't ever like him. But my God, he is creepy, bro. Weird. New Twitter owner Elon Musk gave employees until five yesterday evening to agree to work in what he described as an extremely hardcore fashion or leave. I would live. I just don't know how you would survive in San Francisco. Apparently, many are choosing to leave. The Times is reporting Musk and other leadership at Twitter had meetings with some high-ranking employees <laughs> and called others to try and persuade them to stay. Hey, um, all the uh, Elon Musk fans, where's your support of your boy now? Everybody's been bowing down to him like he's a god, like he's the smartest man alive. And then this comes out, and I don't hear a peep. Not a word. Not a word. Nothing. Zilch. It's been pretty quiet. <laughs> Us took over Twitter in October when he bought it for $44 billion. I was about to buy it, but then when they went from 43 to 44 billion, I was like, ah, it's a little out of my pay range. He's fired half the staff since then, and after yesterday's deadline has come and gone, possibly hundreds more have opted to take the three-month severance rather than work for Musk under his new conditions, which... Oh, man. Dad said he's on the spectrum and can't relate to humans. He's used to everybody wanting to work all the time. It's like, no, dog. Sorry that people have friends in that. Sorry you can't relate to people which included working early mornings, late nights, and weekends. For so when are you going to sleep? Never? For Musk's part, he's been mocking reports of Twitter's death and says Twitter usage is at an all-time high. Uh, I don't know about that. Release the numbers then. Show us the real proof that Twitter's up. I, I hate Twitter. I just have it just to have it just to have it, but oh, it's a yuck fest. Ugh, whatever. 856-49-HOPPY. Hearing why Ticketmaster's site was down on Tuesday? 
I gotta skip over this because they're playing a Taylor Swift song. But frankly, my singing is better than anything she's ever done. Let me skip over this because it's never her fault. It's everybody else's fault. I'm Taylor Swift. Reaching a boiling point. Fans attempting to buy pre-sale tickets to Taylor's Eras Tour stuck in the live event site's digital queue for hours after the site appeared to freeze. Ugh, I hate it. So I'll peel back the curtain. I can't play any music on here. So I have to like write down when the song played. They played that. Then we got bad blood. It's never my fault. So I got to write down 1624 was when they had the song. Media calling the presale a nightmare, an absolute dumpster fire. And one person saying it's called the Eras Tour because if you try to log into Ticketmaster, all you get are era messages. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, I've never ever thought of the Swifty fan base as funny or likable or anything. But uh, a pretty good tweet there. Fans throughout the day on Tuesday reporting delays and glitches that rendered them ticketless. Please, God, please. No! The money that daddy gave me! I have to wait a few more days to get tickets? No! You can't make it. No! What just happened? A spokes. I don't want to go out with that person. If you're crying over a billionaire that doesn't care about you, <laughs> you're probably going to cry about everything. You can't make it. Daddy, it was only 580 bucks. What just happened? Spokesperson for Ticketmaster telling ABC News millions of fans registered for Taylor Swift's Eras Verified Fan presale, with demand more than twice the number of tickets available. Then on top of that, millions more showed up to try to buy. People actually go to those offices? That's such a 2002 thing. Go to the office. But for some, Tuesday's snafu is indicative of a bigger problem. What, the rich and elite getting richer? Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tweeting, You can just say AOC. Oh, we got to say her full name because she's so worth it. <laughs> Daily reminder that Ticketmaster is a monopoly. Its merger with Live Nation should never have been approved, and they need to be reined in. Break them up. Yeah, I don't really like using that app anyway. I'm more of a StubHub guy. Just last year, five members of Congress signed a letter urging President Biden to launch an investigation into the Live Nation Ticketmaster merger. Which yeah, the same president that couldn't free Brittany Griner. Then uh, how is he going to fix that? Why are you asking him to do anything? This is a four-year nap of a presidency. Happy hour. Happy hour. Hour will be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment is being brought to you by the best podcast network in all of the Bay Area and all of the world, too. Quadpod.com, QDPOD.com, slash Ryan Hoppy. Happy hour. Happy hour. Hey, who's got a peanut for turtle face? Don't, he's allergic. They're me. Call Hobby now. 
855-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh, yeah. Love is in the air for Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum. And now, Zoe is opening up about their relationship for the first time. Truly happy to be here. The lovebirds met on the set of her upcoming directorial debut, P Island. And now, Zoe tells GQ that the two had an instant connection. Quote, Hell yeah, there's nothing better than when you meet somebody you're attracted to and you're like, oh my God, we have that connection. He's just a wonderful human. Yeah. He makes me laugh. Woo! And we both really love art and talking about art and the exploration of why we do what we do. Yeah. We love to watch a film and break it down and talk about it and challenge each other. Man, that sounds so geeky. Good for them. <laughs> Usually I pause the movie because I get bored, not because I want to talk about it. I can tell you it's, a, it's an incredible... I, I, I'm in awe. She's just killing it. Yeah. Channing made his directorial debut with Dog. Maybe we can have some fun. Is that a deal? Shake. <laughs> Zoe said, A movie about a dog. Wow. Pandering to the single woman. Deal? Shake. <laughs> Zoe says he was on hand to help her navigate her first time in the director's chair. Mm. Quote, whether it was making me tea or pouring me a drink or. That's what they call it now going to whip someone into shape or whatever. He really was my protector and it was really wonderful and sweet. Hell yeah, he's got pretty boy bouncer energy. Hell yeah, it is. I love me some Shannon Tatum. Just cause he seems cool as hell. He doesn't take himself seriously. What have you ever seen Shannon Tatum like act in like a serious manner? Even when he's acting in a serious manner, you're like, ah, oh, it's Shannon Tatum being adorable. I think if you can do something like that yeah. together, it's a good test. And we came out even stronger. I'm really blessed, man. When E.T. caught up with Channing back in February, he admitted he advised Zoe not to direct and star in the film. Because I want to bang you. Something he did with Dog. Well, I know you gave Zoe some advice on it too. Is that what you said to her? Like, don't do both, yeah, just well, direct. I just don't think you enjoy it. Like, I didn't get to enjoy really directing and figuring out the next shots and like what the next decisions are and, and like what. Also, it was about banging later is what I meant. What they're getting and, and yeah. you know, I'm sort of in my own little world over there. And I just, I, I think that it's, you need twice the time yeah. if you're going to be in the movie. And in February, Zoe told E.T. she was glad she listened to her man. Hell yeah, it's like he's looking out for you. <laughs> I'm absolutely not starring in in that film. It's hard enough to, to, to act on, on your own. I don't know how people do both. I will not be in the movie. I'll just be directing it one thing at a Yeah, that sounds pretty crappy having to direct and act. Oh no, you're making millions. How are you going to survive? Time. The two first turned heads back in 2021 when they were spotted riding through the streets of NYC on a joint bike ride. Yeah, that's romantic. <laughs> and Zoe recalls that at that moment, she knew the cat was out of the bag. Yeah! 
You got a lot of cats. Never think about strays. Quote, you want to keep it sacred and private as long as you can, so that you don't have to even think about what the world thinks about it. This is Zoe's first romance since her split from her ex-husband, Carl Glussman. The former couple ended their relationship after 18 months of marriage back in 2021. And in March, Channing was right by his leading lady's side at the premiere of her flick, The Batman, alongside Jason Momoa, Zoe. I wanted to like that movie so badly. Batman is pretty much the only superhero that I vibe with because I grew up with the Dark Knight. I like the first few seasons of Gotham. Whatever, I like Batman. But I seriously, Robert Pattinson being Bruce Wayne, I mean, get, get out of here. He looked all emo. It's like Bruce Wayne's not emo. Anybody but Robert Pattinson. I watched 20 minutes of it. I go, when did Twilight become Batman? It was awful. It's like watching Jack Ryan on Amazon. Like, when did Jim Halpert become a spy? Stepdad. Two of your guys and your fam giving you a shout out. I don't care anymore. I'm just talking about how great Jason Momoa is. That's so great to hear. I was wondering how great of a guy Jason Momoa is. Hey, it's America Hollywood Life with your Car Jenner Roundup, and we're kicking today off with Kylie Jenner. This week, the 25-year-old arrived at the Theory Muggler exhibition at the Brooklyn Museum, and she definitely gave goddess energy as she stepped into the building. In photos, which you can see here, Kylie wore a goddess with a lot of filters. I mean, I'm not saying she's not good looking, but a goddess to me is like a beautiful woman. The Kardashians are hot. A massive diamond headpiece that cradled her face as she paired the lavish diamond accessory with a black strapless gown from Muggler's 1995 collection. Wasn't the only thing that cradled that face that night. I'm talking about her other mask. Sexy, elegant look, if I do say myself. <laughs> All right, but switching gears to Pete Davidson and his new boo, Emily Ratajkowski. This week, it was reported that these two were dating, and now Hollywood Life has learned exclusively that their relationship is still very new. And Emily is having fun and not putting any expectations or labels on it. <laughs> Our source added that she really wants to stay single for a while and yeah. not jump right back into a relationship. Of course. Yeah, Pete's fine with that until he doesn't become fine with it. More info on that right here. I think I don't, I'm he's, only he's got the height. He is a tall Obviously, guy. Obviously, women find him very attractive. <gasps> Fast forward a year, and Emily Ratajkowski's apparently been charmed by Pete just months after his split from Kim Kardashian. You just gotta roll with it. A source confirms to ET the comedian and model are seeing each other. But is it open? Quote, Pete and Emily have known each other for a while because they run in similar circles. They've always had a good time together and liked each other. And it turns out, Pete and Emily have a history. The two worked on a photo shoot together, which Pete says he totally bombed. So they're like crushing it, right? Yeah. Clearly like you get what you paid for. I feel bad because I'm holding up like Emily and like everybody, you know, everybody has to do so. Um, all of a sudden, Dave stops the thing and he goes, Pete, he goes, you're a fish. He goes, you're a fish, be a fish for me, Pete. You're a fish, be a fish. And he was like, can you do that for me? Can you be a fish? I was like, I, I guess I could be a little fishy boy. And when Emily talked to Seth Meyers herself, she defended Pete. He's um, a professional. Yeah. First of all, you should know that about Pete. And he got um, into character in a real way and was kind of doing like a... <laughs> um, that worked really well. Yeah. 
Oh, and she also weighed in on why she thinks women find Pete so attractive. Following his romances with Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande, Kaya Gerber, and more Hollywood beauties. He's got the height. He is a tall obviously, guy. Obviously, women find him very attractive. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't know why I'm like, how's that guy a model? Yeah, yeah. I feel like only other men feel that way. Like, yeah. Guys are like, wow, what's that guy got? And I'm like, I mean, he seems super charming. He's yeah. vulnerable. He's yeah. lovely. Great. His fingernail polish is awesome. Like, he looks good. Good relationship um, with his mother. Yeah, you know. great relationship with his mother. We He's love it. A... And now our sources say Pete. Seth Meyers sounds a little jealous. He's not really taking the compliments. I've never gotten good energy from Seth Meyers and Pete Davidson, I see a little bit of jealousy. Also, one has to wonder how long this is going to last and uh, how long this is going to last. I say they're done by January. Pete and Emily have been spending one-on-one -on -one time with each other. Yeah. And the vibe, our source calls it flirtatious. That's good. Adding Emily's playing the field and enjoying dating. <gasps> Both Emily and Pete are fresh off breakups. Yeah, it's always weird because you're like life short and I do want to find my forever and ever, but I also want to get over my ex. But I also want to find my forever and ever, but I also want to get over my ex. And then you get under somebody and it's a friends of benefits and you're like, yeah. The model filed for divorce from Sebastian Bear McClard in September. And she's. Yeah, he seems like a real douchebag since been romantically linked to Brad Pitt. It's a really strong, entertaining, entertaining story. However, in October, Emily made her relationship status very clear. What did she do? That made it so clear. Quote, I'm newly single for basically the first time in my life ever. And I just feel like I'm kind of enjoying the freedom of not being super worried about how I'm being perceived. I think that, you know, just in general, now being someone who's in the public eye and has experienced that so much, I really encourage people to have a healthy um, little bit of disbelief of and, and wanting, you know, and just understand that these these headlines are designed for people to click on them. Yeah. But who is submitting the news for the headlines? You? Come on now. Also, she looks a lot like Kendall. It's very bizarre. A rich person looking alike? Whoa! Hey, it's Amira from Hollywood Life with your music roundup, starting with Madonna and her Instagram account once again. This week, the singer showed off a series of photos of herself topless with a pricey $3,000 Balenciaga handbag in the car. Oh, you gotta have the priciest handbag, man. <laughs> She's like a 1989, like, I don't know, whatever a nice car would be, like a 1989 Mercedes, like really run down, but fun to ride in the caution tape look that you might recall kim kardashian famously rock in photo yeah i remember that madonna just seems desperate like i'm not saying i wouldn't hook up with madonna but i definitely would wear nine condoms which you can see on hollywoodlife.com madonna placed the purse handles in her teeth for one especially frisky photo as she rocks some wavy strawberry tone hair fishnet gloves and heavy layered necklaces i want to see a picture of madonna looking prude like everyone's like oh she looked frisky and sexual in this picture like i want to see one where she's dressed up like a nun 
Let's hope 50 Cent doesn't see any of this. The last thing we need is to see those jokes again. But moving on to Rihanna because she is already looking ahead for her next Savage X Fenty show. During an interview with E! News, the anti-singer revealed that she would love to have Beyonce star in her next campaign or fashion show. Rihanna told the outlet that Beyonce got body and that having her a part of Fenty would just trump everything for her. Yeah, it would give you attention. Recall Riri just had- Hey, one of the biggest singers of all time with one name, can you come join my company? Like, duh. Thing for her. Recall Riri just had Johnny Depp make an appearance in her last fashion show. And it was so epic, we can only imagine what the Queen Bee would do. But let us know what you think in the comments down below. All right, and now onto the weekend and Simi Kadra. This weekend, these two confirmed that they're still an item after not being seen together for four months. Now recall the weekend and Simi have been rumored to be dating since at least April, 2021. But for a minute now, we haven't seen them together, which probably- They just dated on the weekend. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yes. Following segment has been brought to you by FitzageFitness.com.net, rather. When I tell you that Devin Prasad is the best in the Bay, I'm a man of my words. I would not lie to you. Have you noticed that I don't lie? I really, really don't. He's got different membership packages, and he's also a really good dude. He's one of my best friends, and... It's worth the time for all the info. Fitzagefitness.net. Happy hour. Happy hour. Oh my God, that's amazing. You are so talented. Huh? Wait a second. Something's not right here. You were just making it look like you were playing. You're a phony. Hey, this guy's a great big phony. That's right. You're a big fat phony! Hey, you know who lives in this house? A great big phony! That's right, a phony lives here! A big fat phony! Wasn't gonna jump. You're a phony! Hey everybody, this guy's a great big phony! Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour on Z Radio Live. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Giselle Bunchin spotted out to dinner with her martial arts teacher, Joaquin Valente. He looks so happy. <laughs> I hope Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl now. Not that I didn't want them to win before, but now I really want them to. She's just trying to rub it in Tom's face is all this is. I'm not saying you're not allowed to move on, but come on now. I can read right through you. Check out the model who's vacationing in Costa Rica, leaving the restaurant with the instructor who she trained with in Miami. During her night out, Giselle's also joined by some friends and her kids, Benjamin and Vivian, who she shares with NFL star Tom Brady. Heard of them. This outing comes after newly single Giselle finalized her divorce from the athlete in October. I feel like I'm so driven to succeed in football and that's taken me away from other important priorities, which are my kids, uh, my wife. So fans are wondering, could things be taking a romantic turn between Giselle and her martial arts instructor? Well, a source confirms to ET the two are not dating. Yeah, they're just banging. 
They're rolling around, wrestling, and then having intercourse. Quote, Joachim and his brother Jordan are Giselle and her son's martial arts teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. You get the two brothers in the same room. That's what it is. Get it? A train. It's really funny. Really hilarious content. <laughs> That's what you're going to get here on Happy Hour. Train sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adding that both brothers are in Costa Rica yeah. while she spends time with her two children. Meanwhile, ETs learned Tom and Giselle agreed to join custody of their kids. They're just the biggest blessing. Giselle released a statement following the announcement of their divorce, reading in part, quote, the decision to end a marriage is never easy, but we have grown apart. Giselle maintained that their children will be a priority as they continue co-parenting to give them the love, care, and attention they greatly deserve. That's good. You look at Jason Sudeikis and that imbecile Olivia, and they're like making it about them and neglecting the kids. I like that, even though Giselle and Tom probably hate each other, that they're at least trying to make it work for the kids. I mean, you're doing the bare minimum. You're there for the kids? Good for you. She's really held it down for our family. Yeah. And I'm um, just super grateful that, you know, she really committed so much of her time the last, you know, 14 years to make sure everything was so stable at home so I could go live my dream. At the time of their separation, the source told ET that Giselle was devastated to end things with Tom, but she needed to put her and her kids first. The way they say her and her kids first, the way they say her kids, sounds like Tom wasn't there. I'm not saying he wasn't there, but that's definitely the image she's trying to portray. Tom, you're a very public figure, and your personal life uh, spills over, and it's created, I'm sure, a number of challenges for you this season. I think there's a lot of professionals in life that go through things that they deal with at work and they deal with at home. And obviously, the good news is things that it's a very amicable situation. Earlier this month, Tom broke his silence on the divorce on the Sirius XM podcast, Let's Go. I'm really focused on two things and taking care of my family and certainly my children. And secondly, doing the best job I can to win football games. So that's what professionals do. You focus at work when it's time to work. And then when you come home, you focus on the priorities that are at home. Ah, the Jim Gray podcast. This is being brought to you by AARP. And Tom shares this message for how he's handling the challenges of his home and work life. We do the best we could do. That's good. You keep doing you, boo. 856-49-Hobby. Please don't be offended. He's sorry in advance. You are so f***ing Like, so cute. Say that Yeah. Pete Davidson just made his on-camera debut on Hulu's The Kardashians. And he's coming in hot, people, with some major tea, revealing Kim Kardashian shot him down the first time he asked for her digits. Yeah, that should have been a sign that it wasn't going to work out in the long run. Kim and Pete may have called it quits back in August yeah. after nine months of dating, but now fans are getting a closer look at their time together, uh -huh. thanks to the famous family's reality show. I you guys, asked for your number at the last minute and you pretended that you couldn't give it to me because you had gloves on. I know. Will you ask me again this time? I, I don't have gloves on. Sure. Yep. 
Anybody that hates on Pete is just talking about how insecure they are. How does he get every girl ever? I don't know. He's doing everything you're doing to not get every girl ever. Small D energy. That's Pete with the Skims founder leading up to their appearance at the Met Ball in May. Mm. The comedian recalling how he initially tried to connect with Kim at the same event a year earlier. Yeah, she didn't really care about him then, but then they made out in that Aladdin skin on SNL, and then she's like, ooh, midlife crisis time, time to piss off Kanye. <laughs> but Kim, she nicely turned him down. <gasps> I remember being in the car being like, wow, she, she knows how to like make someone feel really good about themselves. I was like, I thought that was really sweet. Aww. You're like, I'm sorry, I can't give you, I never have gloves on. Like, Had only I had known. E.T. was with Kim just weeks before that moment went down, and she dished on what makes Pete so special. He's just super genuine, and it's just really fun to just hang out and do nothing and watch TV and just do nothing. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Pete even had Kim's famous family's seal of approval. I love that he's kind yeah. and really, really thoughtful. Here's the deal. He was good until he wasn't. He's a little mentally ill. So am I. So I can relate. Second of all, he likes to do nothing, kind of an introvert. So am I. The only thing I can relate to is that he's with a woman who goes on reality shows. You know what I mean? At some point, he was going to have to like be on camera. And not in a good way. He's the most thoughtful person. And I love the chemistry that Kim and him have together. It's really sweet. I thought you said the chemistry. I was like, okay. Chemistry. The chemistry. Yeah, and that chemistry was on full display on the family's reality show. Babe, yeah. do you want to shower with me really quick? Shower with <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. What just happened? I'll tell you what just happened. Kim and Pete hit the shower together. Why not? Kim and Pete made their red carpet debut two days before they walked the Met stairs at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And Pete admitted big, glamorous public events aren't really his thing. And these things are a lot super stressful, and to do like three or two back to back. Two back to back was the killer. We'll never do the White House again. Super wild. I really wanted our first red carpet for me to be in brown hair. And like I said, I wanted it to be a non-fashion event. Yeah, yeah this relationship wasn't meant to be. I wanted us to be getting slimed with the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice before it's called. Yeah. Each of them. And while the two aren't a thing anymore, a source recently told ET they still keep in touch. Quote, it wasn't a bad fallout, so things are good between them. Sure. It's always weird when you break up. Denise Richards has no time for trolls. Shortly after the actress claimed she was involved in a road rage incident in Los Angeles, Denise clapped back at a troll who wished her harm. In a since-deleted tweet, the user said they, quote, kind of hoped she would have taken a grazing shot to the neck, honestly. The 51-year-old fired back at the tweet, replying, quote, thank you. I would never wish any harm on anyone. What I experienced yesterday with my husband, not- Why do you care what they say? They're losers and they deleted the comment. Why do you care? 
that you care was the most terrifying situation I have ever been in. Uh -huh. I'm sorry a shot didn't graze my neck. Oh. Earlier this week, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills alums publicist told NBC News that the incident where Denise and her husband Cart was allegedly shot at had occurred. However, authorities with the LAPD, the LA Sheriff's Department, and the CHP said they had no record of a road rage shooting occurring in the area on Monday. TMZ, who first reported on the news, reports that the actress and her husband, Aaron, were driving to a studio in Los Angeles on Monday when a driver behind them allegedly got irritated and shouted at them while trying to get by them. Things reportedly escalated when the driver allegedly shot the truck. Yeah, but where's the proof? Hitting the back end of the driver's side. Uh, outlet reports that no one was injured. A source spoke out to people about the incident, revealing that Denise is, quote, shaken up about what went down. Quote, she was very shaken up and terrified, but she was a trooper and she went and filmed the whole day. She didn't want to not show up to work, the source told the outlet. That's good. A round of applause to you, Denise, for doing your job. Happy hour. Happy hour. Damn, I didn't have my mic on. I'm so professional. Hell yeah. This following segment has been brought to you by WestChasePrinting.com. When I tell you they're the best printing company around, I'm a man of my words. WestChasePrinting.com. Happy hour. Happy hour. Finally, I'm one of those guys who can't wait to get to work in the morning. Like a dairy cow. Oh! Oh! Oh, yes! Yes! Oh! He never holds back, and he speaks his mind. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. song was sung by Pete Davidson's former fiance did not seem to phase Kim at all who gladly joined her daughter in the video in the clip which you can see I don't really know what's going on here you're talking about the Kardashian kids and I don't really talk about kids on this show so we're gonna move on hey it's Amir for Hollywood Life with your news and entertainment and we're starting with Denise Richards and this scary road rage incident TMZ is reporting that the all right if you're listening this far in I appreciate it we're gonna skip over to about all right uh, here. Situation to be in. Shifting things over a bit to JoJo Siwa, because if you thought her feud with Candace Cameron Burr was over, you thought wrong. Now, many celebrities, including the 19-year-old, are not happy with Candace's recent interview. That she did with the Wall Street Journal, where she blatantly said that the Great American Family Network, quote, will keep traditional marriage at the core. Which I don't know. I'm not defending JoJo Siwa. I'm not, not defending her, but man, she is a brute. Basically, is a way to say that there are no current plans to implement same-sex couples in their Christmas movies. Listen, I don't agree with the religious, oh, hate on gay marriage thing, but that doesn't mean that she's not a brat. 
Well, JoJo, who has had issues with the Fuller House star in the past, responded and called Candace's comments rude and hurtful to a whole community of people. It seems to all make sense now why JoJo called her out on her TikTok earlier this year. All right, but moving on to Tom Brady. The NFL star made a pretty big change to his Twitter header photo after his- What do you do? ex-wife Giselle Bündchen was spotted out with her friend Joaquin Valente. Now recall we reported that this link-up seemed to be a date and apparently that's what Tom thinks as well. In fact, the football player changed his Twitter header photo from a family shot, which included the former model, their two kids, and his older son, to a new photo that was taken during the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' recent overseas game in Germany. Tom did not, however, change his bio, which reads family and football. But once That's good. I'm glad he's there for his family. He's being a father. 856-49-Hobby! You can find our next guest starting alongside this guy right here in the new Lifetime Christmas movie. It's called Stepping Into the Holiday. Please welcome my friend Janet Kramer. Janet! You know, it was, it was freezing that day we shot that scene. I, I was trying to be cool and romantic, but inside like, <laughs> It was so, so cold. cold, remember? Which is not typical for movies like that, because usually we film them in the summertime, yep. and it's like we're dying in those big jackets. Were you in Nashville? Where'd y'all shoot Nashville, that? Nashville, great. Yeah. Okay, great. how was it working with my guy? Awful. He, I, I watched him cheat on his wife five times. Mario Lopez totally didn't cheat on his first wife on the honeymoon. Look it up. Just saying. I have to be honest. Yeah, um, kind of sucked. When I, I was really nervous to work with you because you'd I heard all the rumors. I'm Slater, kidding. The, all of that. You know what I mean? Like I was like I, I was like had a crush on him when I was a kid, like AC Slater, right? So then I was just like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, I didn't want to like, I kind of met you sort of <gasps> during the interview one time and then, but like amazing, the best. We had great Dang. chemistry. He's just like an amazing actor. We hooked up that one night and we're trying to forget about it. Hey guys, it's Allie for Hollywood Life with your news and entertainment. And we're starting today with an update on Aaron Carter. TMZ has obtained the singer's death certificate and it shows that Aaron was cremated after his passing. The certificate noted that his cause of death is still being investigated, but the I Want Candy singer's family is reportedly still in the process of deciding where they will lay the singer to rest. In addition to this, Aaron's rep did confirm to Hollywood Life that the singer was cremated and revealed that his twin Angel was given the ashes while the family determines what to do. The HL family will continue to send our best to Aaron's loved ones during this difficult time. Okay, but switching gears to Tia Mowry because she is opening up about her divorce from Corey Hardrick. During an interview on the Today Show, the actress shared that she knew the exact moment she wanted to end her 14-year-old marriage with the all-American homecoming actor. And according to Tia, it was when she really started to focus on her own happiness. The former sister, sister, AKA mid-life crisis. Star told the outlet that she feels like women tend to focus on everyone else's happiness. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's about self-love. Recall last month, Tia announced that Corey and she would be going their separate ways and co-parenting their two children moving forward. Oh, it's, it's just been on my mind all month. I couldn't believe it. I was like, no way, Jose. People break up. Wow, what a concept. We also don't want to not kiss, so we'll kiss with our tongues. That's how we kiss. That's why we kiss tongues. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are all about the PDA. And you might have noticed their, um, unique smooching technique. Oh, I'm just like living life. Well, now the Poosh founder is explaining why they kiss tongue to tongue, not lip to lip. And honestly, 
It makes sense. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, the lovebirds have touched tongues at the Grammys, the Academy Awards, the Met Ball, and on social media. And during the latest episode of Hulu's The Kardashians, Court admits it's all about not ruining the glam. Really? I don't want to get lipstick all over him, and I don't want to like ruin my lipstick, but we also don't want to not kiss, so. No, I got you on that. That makes sense. Oh, we'll kiss with our tongues. That's how we kiss. That's why we kiss them. Genius. Thank you. <laughs> but the connection between Court and Travis is more than just physical. The Blink-182 drummer turned 47 on Monday, and his wifey shared some sexy snaps alongside a heartfelt message. Quote, I am beyond grateful for the day you were born. Happy birthday to the husband of my dreams, my soulmate. Adding, quote, you have changed my life forever. And Trav, well, he slid into the comments to reciprocate that vibe, writing, my soulmate, I love you forever. It's really nothing to hide. You know? We're pretty wild, but but still cool and relatable family. And on the Famous Family's reality show, Court opens up about her man's positive influence leading up to the Met Ball. I feel like Travis definitely has that chill energy and just reminds me like we're doing it to have fun. We're not doing it to stress. We're not doing it to worry about what everyone thinks about us. We're just like doing it to have an experience together and like have fun. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yeah, this following segment has been finally brought to you by Rich Keeley, the best barber in all of the Bay Area. He's over at Salon Loft on Kennedy Boulevard. He got me looking really good with this new haircut. I can't explain enough how great he is. For all the info, richkbarber.com. Happy hour. Happy hour. Listen to me, Randy. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, whether you're white or black or Sasquatch even. As long as you follow your dream, no matter how crazy or against the law it is. Except for Sasquatch. If you're Sasquatch, the rules are different. Forget it, Meatwad. I'm a circus freak. That's all I'll ever be. Whatever. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in, too. Oh, yeah. 856-49-HOPPY 856-494-6773 You can tweet at me At Ryan Hoppy Radio You can always email me Ryan Hoppy Radio At gmail.com We are on Z Radio Live Every Thursday At 5pm East Coast Time 4pm Central On Odyssey and TuneIn QuadPod QOD pod.com slash Ryan Hoppy. Also, Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. we're on Spreaker, iHeartMedia, Mixcloud, TuneIn, 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, Google Play, all the apps. Search up Hoppy Radio, H-O-P-P-E Radio. I'm on all social media, at Ryan Hoppy Radio, including Snapchat, RyanHoppyRadio.com, RyanHoppyRadio.gmail.com. I think you get the point. Today in classy news. Okay, where do I peek? Seriously. I'm emptying the ice bucket right now. Oh my god, I'm so happy this is happening, you guys. This is so mortifying. Nobody judge me. Kendall Jenner has a full-blown panic attack on the way to the Met Gala. Yeah. And pees in an ice bucket. Oh my god. Oh, we'll judge you forever, baby. Just be cool, it's fine. The whole thing goes down on the latest episode of Hulu's The Kardashians. Cameras follow the model as she makes her way to the big NYC fashion event in a sprinter van. Yeah, that sucks. You have anxiety. I know she has anxiety and then you got to pee. That ain't a fun time. And then you have to pee even more when you get anxious. Rocking a dramatic black dress from... Yeah, she is rocking it. Prada. On top of being completely out of breath, thinking I'm missing the carpet, I think I just like started to panic and honestly just needed air. I'm not gonna cry, but it's fine. I don't know, I'm just having a brain freak. Kendall has been open about her anxiety in the past, and back in April, she explained to ET why she sets boundaries when it comes to the show. From a really young age, I think both Kylie and I kind of knew what we wanted to keep off the show or what we- <laughs> Yeah, and their momager ain't digging that. She's like, there's the camera over there. We wanted to keep to ourselves. And again, our boundaries may change one day, <gasps> depending on the situation, but. Uh, Chris is looking at her like, please change your boundaries as soon as possible. Yeah. Sure, Kenny has boundaries, but not when it comes to peeing in a bucket. That is like, so mortifying for whoever has to deal with my pee later. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it happens all the time back yeah. Can we sell it? I think some weirdos probably kept it. <laughs> it's filled. It's going to happen, but someone needs to turn on music because I can't let you guys listen to me pee. Oh my God. I got this. Yeah, after Kendall's nerves subsided, she peed in Prada, in a bucket. Oh my God. It's almost like she had to do a basic bodily function. And that's what's wrong with the media is they're like, oh my God, you're a human. Inside the van. <laughs> One of the most glamorous nights in fashion. You go, girl. Speaking of someone that I'm not going to say, you go, girl, too. Now the latest explosive allegation to come from the first interview given by Casey Anthony since her acquittal. Sociopath! 11 years ago in her daughter Kaylee's death. She is blaming her father for the death of her daughter. What a dirty, rotten imbecile. There are more explosive revelations from the new docu-series about the notorious Casey Anthony. Like, listen, she's hot as hell, but man, she's got dirtier shoes. She's got those crazy eyes. Like, get away from me. Shut up. Get away from me. Shut up. Just saying. What do you think my question is going to be? Why did I wait 31 days to call 911? Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Once known as the most hated woman in America. Yeah, she wasn't really likable. Casey Anthony is interviewed for a three-part series on the Peacock streaming service. Ah, oh, man. It's almost like Peacock's out of content. Why? 
I mean, idiots are going to watch this, but I lived it. I hated this dirty, rotten imbecile. Some might even say she's a bitch. That's not coming from me. It's just coming from everybody else. A sociopath. Her favorite day is Tuesday. But no one asked why. During the trial. The yeah, because we know you murdered her, dummy, and you just got away with it. Complete 911 call was played for the jury. Why didn't you call 31 days ago? I've been looking for her. And yeah, I've been looking so hard. Gone through other resources to try to find her, which is stupid. This yeah, you're not the smartest person ever. Happy hour. Happy hour. And like that, he's gone. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.